guys, welcome to another happy hour edition of Reality Bites. I am here with my guest co-host, Sophia Alexandra. Whoop whoop! And um, I'm super excited about our interview guest for today, Gabe Liedman. Hi! Uh, much acclaimed TV writer, <laughs> stand-up comedian. He's worked on all your faves, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, just recently Broad City, and his fiance. Um, We're married husband. now. Oh my God, husband. Congratulations. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Zamparelli. Yep. Zamparelli. <laughs> I asked before and I did it perfectly and then I just flubbed it just for the show. Don't cut <laughs> yourself. <laughs> you yourself out for it. <laughs> You're a poet and then you recently released your first work of, fi- of fiction. Yep. Everything. It, Everything is awful and you're a terrible person. I love that title so much. <laughs> okay, what you just said felt personal, yeah. <laughs> but it also felt true. <laughs> it applies to so yeah. many people. Yeah. So, first of all, cheers, courtesy cheers. of Wink. Um, cheers. That was an air cheers, you guys, because we were just <laughs> by distance, not yeah. so far apart. <laughs> um, this is uh, Brethren of the Road, a nice Riesling courtesy of Wink. So, Go to trywink.com. I don't even like wine, and this is really good. Yeah. It's really good. It's way better than the Riesling we had earlier this week. Uh, I thought you were going to say (laughs) earlier before we came to this podcast. (laughs) I wish. I love happy hour, and Gabe does not. Gabe's not as on board as happy hour as I am. Daniel's a drinker. I'm a stoner. That's Um, true in my relationship, too. Totally. I'm the stoner, and my boyfriend's the drinker. Same. Yeah. I mean, I do both. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm not sure. a monster. What yeah. am I going to turn but, down for yeah. fun? But I, I know where my bread's buttered. Yeah, exactly. It's a nice balance. Don't you find that in your yeah. relationship? Like, I think so. Totally. Yeah, he pours himself, like every night he'll pour himself a glass of wine, but then not drink it. And then he'll be like, can you finish this? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Actually, what you don't know right now is their glasses are sitting next to them and Gabe's is almost completely totally full. Totally full, yeah. <laughs> And his husband's glass is almost completely not full. <laughs> That's so funny. Here you go. Oh, thank you. And you're wearing a white shirt, and you're wearing a black shirt. I know. So it oh my God, opposite. It's truly <laughs> opposite to track, you guys. <laughs> so okay, so let's just jump into your your meet cute. You met on Twitter. We met on Twitter. Um, oh my god! And it's resulted in a marriage. In a marriage, of like yeah. finding out that one of you is like still married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was totally above board. <laughs> um, yeah, so so it was like two, a little over two years ago, and someone yeah. f- did us in like a follow Friday mm. chunk of people. Yeah, that resulted in some joking and then flirting. Yeah, you guys followed each other, and then it was just kind of on. I followed him. The so uh, Gabe at that time, that. yeah, Gabe at that time was only get, allowing himself to follow six, six, six numbers of. Oh, people. yes, I was one of them. I was a purist. <laughs> There's a so, four twenty contingent. Yeah. There's a six, six, six. I was a six, six, six and person. And all of you need to be punched in your balls. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten past it. I'm following about a thousand people yeah. now. But he did <laughs> uh, for opening your heart. I, yeah. <laughs> He did follow me on Instagram. Like he, he figured out yes. a way to to <gasps> not invest heavily. But actually, one of the first no, yeah, you're Inve- like I invested visually, <laughs> yeah. And I could tell he had we had when we finally started direct messaging each other on Twitter. I could tell he had gone deeper down 
besides mm. Instagram. On like he had done like some Google searches, some heavy yeah. research. Mm. Hell yeah! What did you find in your heavy research? Was it the poet thing? The poet thing. Yeah. Did you think that was like super hot that he's like a legit modern poet? Yes. Oh my god, I barely <laughs> knew. I think it's hot. It's I think totally like, hot. It's like an yeah. vintage thing. You, you haven't met like, enough poets. It's oh my god, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> it's gross. But I barely knew that people like him wrote poetry. Like yeah. young people. That's and what I'm cool saying. People. I'm I had no idea. Like long dead people. Exactly. And the fact that he's like a modern alive person who like has made money with his poems. Yeah. That just made me wet right now when he's gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Like that's amazing. Totally. Yeah, you see the appeal. <laughs> so also much. it's like you wanna like be with someone who has their own whole world and I just yes. Like, yes. had no idea yeah. about his world. That's yeah. so sexy because then yeah. like, he's telling you shit you literally could never I had know no about idea. you never met him. Totally. Exactly. What was, so, what was your, like you were turned on to the comedy thing or um, what did you find about I just thought him? he was funny on Twitter. Like his, his humor was similar to mine so like I appreciate it. Just And then um, when he, like we followed back and forth on Instagram and he just kind of seemed cool, uh-huh. and <laughs> I buy after, it. After yeah. after we finally started direct messaging, I started to learn more. Like I realized that I'd seen Obvious Child and that he was in that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I, like over time, found out he was a stand-up comedian, and it also was cool to me to be talking to someone on Twitter who didn't know that I did stand-up because like yeah. that was like what I was doing. Or, you know, it felt like everyone, if I was getting messages from strangers, it was like compliments on my work, which is obviously the best thing in the world. Right. But I wasn't getting like flirted with. Mm. Or it was like a kind of career friend stuff. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had tons of, yeah. And like, I mean, Twitter is like great for comedians. It's like such a huge community of comedians there. I feel like. I love it. Yeah. It's like we're the ones using it. Yeah, you start to think it's just comedians. Yeah, totally. (laughs) In our world, it really is. Yeah. And then there's just a couple of crossovers that are like, oh, actors who happen to also be funny or nuclear physicists that also happen to be funny. It is like And now it's like journalist who tells the truth, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Those are the only Twitter has changed so much. Yeah, yeah, we follow it all. Yeah. So So yeah, it was back when Twitter was fun and flirty, basically, before the election. I I will say one thing that uh, one of the first joke tweets I had at him was that um, I will probably eventually marry Gabe Liebman. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yes. so cute. And his yes. reply back was ready. Ready. Oh and we God. hadn't met yet. And you said Gabe Mary instead of Gay Mary? I said yeah. Gay Mary, yeah. Because <laughs> by that time, there was still not fully American legal. Really? Oh, yeah. I remember texting you when it was legalized. Yeah, because we had a serious <laughs> talk on our relationship the night before it got legalized, and then the next day it happened, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Are you so really funny ready? I had a joke in my act about this. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, you know, like, sending thoughts and prayers to gay people that were just, like, fucking somebody. <laughs> the, next, the day was ratified, woke up in that bed being like, Oopsies. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I did not mean that thing yeah. I said. Yeah. When did you take it offline? Um, uh, a couple months in. And Wait. you, what cities were you in at the time? I was in LA. He was in Vancouver. Oh, wow. So. Which sounds far away, but it's kind of close. Did you move to America <laughs> for Gabe? Um, we're in the process of it. 
So. So you're gone. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. You're um, here. Are yeah. you supposed to be here? <laughs> I'm on Are a, you not here? I'm Max? on a vacation visa. <laughs> False alarm. I'm on a vacation visa and we're in the green process, green card process. And I got my medical so I don't have like communicable diseases uh-huh. that I'm bringing from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> we were all so scared. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, I was. Um, Stop hitting on us. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> I don't have leprosy. <laughs> uh, the when we, so yeah, I was in Vancouver and he was in um, LA and he sent me. We finally switched to text messaging because we were mm. talking an intense amount just for DMs. Yeah. Um, and then he threw out the idea of coming visiting me in Vancouver and I panicked and said no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait, what? Because it was yeah, it was fun flirting, and um, I guess I still had like guards up about a lot of things, and I just I had mentioned to him that I was like, I don't want you to like come here just for me because it's like I'm not that special. Like, don't don't worry Which about it. Which is like it. the cutest thing. It made me try so much harder. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I didn't take no for an answer. No. So then he, you said you took no for an answer for like maybe four hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then you sent the longest text messages, yeah. like several of them, being like, "I, I'll get my own hotel room. If you don't like me, I will just go away and don't worry about it. Like you, there's no pressure. It's just I like just." He's like, this will be nothing for me. It's not a big deal. And right. just calm me down. And he's like, mm-hmm. please take the chance. And I was like, okay. Yes. That's so oh, sweet. So you intense. Guys. Yeah. You were such a sweetie pie. <laughs> yeah. Like, Trying to make him so comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I could tell that he was nervous, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an anxious were you person. I was nervous, but I also just didn't think it was a huge deal. Like, I guess I wasn't thinking. I mean, this was a time when I was working like 80 hour weeks, 10 months out of the year and just like had this, most of our chatting was like during this like rare two month break where I had like all this money and all this time and Mm -hmm. no one, you know, I was like going on some dates, but nothing was like exciting. And then I would be like coming home and texting him. And I was just like, who gives a fuck about it? It just, a two and a half hour flight to me just didn't seem like a big deal, but. Like I've wasted more than that this week on people. Literally. That's how I feel. I definitely said that. I was like, I've spent more than this flight on shit that I hate. You know, I'm like, I don't actually care. Like, why don't we just try? Yeah. What were you afraid of? Um, I had, I feel like I was still afraid of dating stuff because I had some bad dating stuff before. Uh-huh. And I'm generally an anxious person, so, like, the thought popped into my head. I was like, what if he's, like, an abuser? Like, they're just like... Oh, oh my God. Like, I... Because my anxiety sends me into, like, really bad uh Like, worst-case scenario. That's what It goes to worst-case scenario right. immediately. Somebody, so it's not foreign to me to, like... Yeah. Think Especially online. Hard. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I know nothing about yeah. this person. They're flying just all the way, which is, like... Yeah. Um, like, could be either... A friend said it best where he's like, if the person comes and flies and does this grand gesture and they're um, and they're a monster, it's creepy. But if they fly and do this big gesture and super they're romantic. nice, it's super romantic. And so right. it's like there's that flip side of the coin. Uh-huh. Right. And I was like, if I just go there and meet him for like 
Like I would just like eventually I'll end up in LA and maybe just go have a lunch with him. Uh huh. Mm. And that was that's more how I would have envisioned just meeting. Where him. you can control the situation yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Real talk. How many poems have you written about Gabe? He made it into. I love uh, <laughs> that's I, good. Favorite question. Question. Me and my friend wrote a book called Romcom, uh, which is a book of poems entirely made up, uh, made up, a surrounding rom-coms and rom-com culture. Fuck, I missed, how did I miss I this? It's so good. That sounds so, amazing. These poems are amazing. Yeah, so I have a poem in there for Obvious Child that uh, starts talking about Jenny's character, but then flips and jumps over to his character. Oh, that's so sweet. That's amazing. It's very sweet. And it was a surprise. When I was reading the book, I was like, Yeah, oh. I didn't tell him. Is it dope Holy that shit. you're both writers, but you have kind of different genres or? Yeah. Yes. So you kind great. of speak the same language, but you're not in completely the same world. Yeah, because yeah. it's the way, like, if we have ideas or anything, the way we see them, they split off in uh-huh. a nice way. Yeah. That's how I feel about talking about stuff with my husband. Yeah, her husband's a... He's like a screenwriter that writes, cool. like, uh, drama and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's cool because we get each other, but we don't think about things the same way at all. Right. Yeah. And we usually agree. I mean, not always, but mostly taste wise, we agree. Yeah, we have yeah, like similar taste. Like we have a big Venn diagram overlap, but then there's some stuff we don't agree yeah. on, which makes it more interesting. Kind of. Totally. Yeah. So okay, so you do. So the first meeting went great, right? It went great. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we hooked up. We watched Bring It On. <laughs> yes. Bring it on so much. Wait, did when did you start falling in love, or when did you fall in love? Um. It. Well, we had our first date, and then we didn't see each other for like a couple months. Yeah, and then it started I had a lot of work serious. to do. Was that hard? Yeah, I had a, I had an intense amount of work to do, and meeting him was really great, but it still also stressed me out because mm-hmm. it's like, what is this? Like, what is this? Yeah. It's so long. Distance. Yeah, and I was like, I'll be back next week. <laughs> Literally, <Yeah>. like, didn't <laughs> give a so shit cute. at all. Down. I was, like, <laughs> I was do so I down. Do? Yeah, I booked my. To like, because I was like, I clearly like you, but he was like, "Can I book the next flight?" And I, I said, "No, I'm, I'm like, I'm way too busy, but I'll book my flight to see you." But my flight was like, no, I wasn't free until June. Right, mm-hmm. that was like April, and we saw it then June. Yeah, yeah. were you commute and you were communic texting the whole time? Yeah, yeah. He was clearly. I could tell he was bummed out by it, and then I like confirmed that many. Like, probably a year later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, you needed the safety. I needed the safety, and I months. genuinely was overworked at the time, and I just... He had to write some fucking poems, Sophia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I had a lot He's going like, on. He's like, bitch, I was thinking in iambic pantamina. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't have time for this garbage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then along that two-month process, we were texting constantly and it like kind of clicked in my brain that I was like oh the only person I want to like talk to when at the end of the day is this guy yeah and you were already doing that I was already doing that yeah other people totally that's yeah I feel like sometimes the multiple dating thing really shines a light on the person that you really want to be for sure yeah it's impossible to like not compare right people and also like I went on so many first dates with no second date Yes, like that was I did just that like, a lot too. I was like, I was doing like a numbers game or something. Mm-hmm. And like, I, you just like, I just like had gut feelings about everyone immediately. And mm-hmm. I'm probably misjudged some people along the way, but you know, 
I mean, it paid off. <laughs> it paid off. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But you also like know like pretty soon. Do I want to spend more yeah, time with this totally. person? And yeah. if the answer is no, like yeah. next. Next, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So June was also amazing. June was amazing. I came here and we um I learned so many lessons about LA, like you can't walk everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. That I was walked bad. for four hours because Google Maps said it was an hour long walk to somewhere. Four hours. He uh, went he like <laughs> we live in Silver Lake <laughs> and he wanted to like check out WeHo. And I was oh, like, no. definitely you should. And he was like, I think I'm just gonna walk over there when and you're at work. June. And I was like, um, I don't think that's a good idea, but I didn't want to be like pushy. So I only said it was a bad idea once. I didn't want to like be a bitch. But I was like, this is going to be hell for him. Oh, no. And he totally did it, and it sucked. I mean, it was fine. It was just weird that it was four hours. I was like, Google Maps lied. I, <laughs> yeah, totally. I checked it a year later because I was still freaked out by it. But Google, Google Maps, Maps still thinks said I'm a car. <laughs> yeah. Did, is yeah. that what it was? Would you it, was in, it was in walking. Yeah, because it, it should be like a half hour drive. It thinks or... I'm a sprinter. Like, yeah, it's also like, just oh, a California gnarly walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's not. <laughs> but yeah, we did that, and then it became like back and forth. And then on that night, that was I think the f- last night before I left, I said to him, um, "We were walking," and I said, "It's really weird because it feels like it's always been this way, and mm-hmm. that it's always going to be this way." It's so sweet. Yes. This is why you're the poet. (laughs) That's great. Did you feel like that with Max? I feel like when I realized that we were going to be together forever is when I was like, what did I do before we were together? (laughs) Like, like I know I had a whole life that was, like, different. Right. And then just, like, kind of picking – I couldn't, like, pick apart our connections. Like, I was like, if we were to break up right now – how would we divide our lives? And I literally couldn't picture it. I was just like, I guess I would still hang out with his parents. Right. Like, <laughs> Interesting. I was like, how the fuck do I get out of this? I guess I'm still coming over for Hanukkah. I don't yeah. know. Um, so yeah, and then I think I was like, oh, I think like this is the first time in my whole life I can picture myself being with this person like when I'm old and thinking like that that's like truly like happiness. Yeah. Right. And that's I, when I was like, oh, this is different. It's not my other relationships. It's like not a boyfriend. Right. I feel like that with my, I've been uh, with my boyfriend for almost a year now. And it, it, it to- that sentiment that you expressed is totally like, what, what was it even? Yeah. yeah. It just feels like this It was is- very weird to me. It like threw me off because I've been in like very long-term relationships before and it was like, in those ones, I was like, well, we'll probably be together for seven years, and then I'll just, like, <laughs> like get out. Like, I always thought that in relationships, too. I was like, oh, this will be, like, a just, like, for now. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, when you can't totally envision like the forever. future. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah, like, totally. Oh. Now it's like, if I ever, the thought of, like, if we ever broke up, I'm like, I will scorch this earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yes. Like I will be that. I will be evil. Um <laughs> from Buffy the Vampire Slayer when uh, Evil Willow Evil Willow yeah, I would Evil Willow, Willow the shit out of this <laughs> especially LA yeah <laughs> peace out <laughs> yeah totally I'm trying to work on this bit that doesn't quite work yet but that's about basically how like 
when guys ask, like, sometimes they're like, God, my girlfriend's being a real bitch. And I'm, like, kind of walking through, like, what my nights are like when, like, after my husband goes to sleep, I stay up for, like, another two to three hours just thinking about how horrible my life would be if he died. <laughs> and then I'm like, I feel like I'm too attached to him. I better stop, stop, start like distancing myself emotionally. So I'm just like prepared for his death. <laughs> and then like by the time he wakes up, I'm like kind of like standoffish. And he's like, why is she being such a bitch? And I'm like, I'm getting ready for my life without you. Because I love you, you stupid bastard. <laughs> you know, and it's like, there's no way to explain that. Like I've gone off the deep end while right. he's sleeping. You know? <laughs> It makes us all so vulnerable. Oh my god! I think that bit's working. By the yeah, way. <laughs> so that was funny as shit. Please just every show from now on is just you three. <laughs> you guys, I have to interrupt the interview with a super important reminder to check out the new series, The Bold Type, premiering July 11th on Freeform. It is inspired by the women of Cosmo. You know, the women's magazine that we all love to read and it follows three 20-somethings as they try to make their mark. They're covering sex, politics. It's super zeitgeisty. It tackles all these current issues, everything that's going on in the world right now. And these ladies are going through the ups and downs of adulting, which I think we can all relate to. And the show's about relationships and friendships, and it's feminist as fuck. It is so much like this show, it's ridiculous. And it reminds me of Sex in the City, so really can't get any better than that. It is brave, it is sexy, it is provocative, it is fun, and you should watch it. So watch The Bold Type. Series premiere July 11th and Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Freeform. And now back to our interview. Okay, so when were you like, okay, we need to bridge this distance? Oof. Um, I remember six months in, uh, and he, I think that's when we said, like, the L word. Yeah. Lesbian. Ooh, Ooh lesbian, um, yeah. <laughs> Same joke, <laughs> see? <laughs> uh, and I was like, I think this is something very yeah. special to me. And I, I, um, it was me, I guess, that, like, after 10 months, which is very short, 10 or 11 months of dating, it's like I'm gonna propose because we're we're too miserable apart, yeah. and we have to get like we have to get married so that we can be in each other's countries for right. longer than a vacation. yeah. I think being long distance really made us like talk about it early, especially like, international. Are we gonna do this or not? Yeah, because yeah. we had talked about it, and I thought it would be romantic to surprise him with an, like a proposal. Uh, <laughs> Which definitely just stressed him out. It, really? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Wait, tell Wait, us about the yeah, proposal. <laughs> Daniel, like, pot. It was so sweet. Okay. It was our anniversary. We were on a road trip from LA to Vancouver, the whole coast. I thought you were going to say on a rowboat. On a rowboat. Already, like, yeah, on a rowboat. <laughs> Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I couldn't speak. Um, <laughs> Uh, and it was the it night was, we were in Seattle. Yeah, so it was the night before we'd arrive in Vancouver, and I. And I, yeah, I had made a book of all of like our photos and like some of our tweets that kind of that Aww. we first had, and Which is very cute. earlier messages. And I had done the same thing for you—not a book, but I made notebooks and post-its out of sweet tweets and messages that Aww, we had sent each other, including the one where you said that you were going to marry me, like yeah, the very we first one. We both had one. that one in there. 
which is very cute. That so we had like the so same cute. idea for gifts, except for his went a step further. Yeah. On the last page <laughs> of the book, it said, will you marry me? LOL. <gasps> and then he looked at it like, haha. And I was like, no, no, I'm not joking. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I say, oh. He LOL. says, oh. Yes. And were you like, send? Send, yeah. <laughs> yes, send. Send, exactly. Our wedding invites have send on them. Yes. It, that's true. That's yeah. so cute. That's Gabe's at the end of every at tweet every tweet and Insta. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I just write send. Like, I have to send it. It's so stupid. And I've it's like archaic it internet, which yeah. is what I love. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's so stupid. But yeah, I said yes, obviously. Yeah. But I did get scared. I like... I was like not scared of getting married. I was scared we that we had only been a it. yeah. We had already talked about getting married. I think I was like a never thought anyone would ever propose to me. It's just like not something mm-hmm. I like pictured at all. I totally it was not that. a life moment for me. And B, I just in my mind I thought it was just gonna be like kind of business. Like we were gonna be like we're getting married, right? Okay, let's get married. And then that it was like this a surprise like freaked me out but it was really nice like I knew it was nice and I said yes but I did get freaked out as shit I mean that makes sense I probably (laughs) I probably would have been just as freaked out I was like and also it was it was a year yeah so that also scared me like I this is like all my therapy is like I care way too much what other people think Mm -hmm. constantly and I was just like people are gonna think we haven't been together long enough to get married Mm -hmm. and first that was just like in my head it was so fucked up but I knew I said yes. So it was just <laughs> I wanted to. It was just like a year. They it say was a year. Yeah. They say that's kind of the sweet spot, actually. A year to like two years, I think. Right. Like, scientifically, that's my whole thing about it. Interesting. It's the research. I read too many research studies. See, the research comforts me. I like to hear this. Yeah. So yeah. I, my boyfriend was the like, comforts me." Said something about it maybe moving faster than that, and I was like, right. "No." I was like, "We will wait the mand- mandatory yeah. waiting period according to right. science." Because what the fuck? I like that. Why not? Right. So anyway, I, congrats thanks. on your scientifically so, yeah. endorsed. <laughs> Engaged in a year and then married a year, a little over a year later after that. Yeah. It was supposed to be a two year long engagement because we wanted to like figure out our lives. Uh huh. And then Trump won. We got scared. Yeah. Did you wear oh, tuxes to the wedding? We and wore what suits. What color were they? Suits? suits? Yeah, we mm, both blue. Mine yeah. was like all navy blue. Mine was light blue with oh, that's so navy cute. blue pants. Yeah. I just needed to have like a little <laughs> And where did you get married? We got married in LA at a really nice restaurant called AOC. Oh, nice. oh yeah. yeah. Nice. Which is a really AOC. cute place. And they have like a patio. Like so rent it out. small affair? Or? Really small. Yeah. yeah Which was really nice family. because when before we got scared, um, <laughs> we so had a list and it was huge. And my Italian family... Um, I thought would be largely homophobic, but the like old people were, they really like 180'd out of nowhere and were so like caring and like, I, I can't wait to come to the wedding. And I was like, mm, yeah. you know. you're not invited. We <laughs> thought you were going to be shitty. Yeah. <laughs> so I put you on the homophobe list. Yeah. Oh no. So then I added them all to the list, but then after when. Yeah. And then Trump, we got, we were like, there's no, we can't bet on anything staying the same we just had this like sick feeling that fucking sucks yeah that so yeah we were gonna do it like next year and then we were like no we should just do it as while it while it's still legal 
Because that's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Is is if it if it hap if you get married while well, it's legal regardless of what happens, it still stands. No. Really? Um, but I, if I had my green card, it would be Oh. Right, right. right. It's the easiest way to like be for immigration purposes is if you're married to get Gotcha. You know, that's I, we were going to get married no matter what, but it, um, it like four years or no, three years ago, we would have this, like Daniel could never be American. I could never be Canadian because you could we, be Canadian. We had I could be Canadian, years. but he could never be American because <laughs> there wasn't marriage here yet. I never you know? think of it with that, those yeah. repercussions. Yeah. It totally affects so many other things. Yeah. And it was more the border that scared me more of because the uh, border guards have like, a weird amount of control where they can just decide that you're not allowed in the country. So Yeah, there are all these horror stories, basically, right, when Trump got elected, you know? And and it was people from Canada, too. Like, I, obviously, it's so much scarier to yeah. come from, a mil- like, any, you know, of the Islam country mm-hmm. or Mexico, especially also, mm-hmm. but just coming in, like you're just at the whim of like, whoever's the person you're talking to right there. And their interpretation of the law. Right. Right. Fuck. So we're like, we better lock yeah, this down. That's... But it, it, small wedding was kind of more our styles. It was I what think. we wanted was in like, the first place. As though. soon as we started, we like, as soon as we did that 180, we were like, oh shit, this rules. Like, yeah. Just do it at a restaurant. The food is good. Like, none of the shit. You know? It was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems ideal. How's married life? Good. I mean, nothing's really Same. changed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were around each other more. Which I'm we're sure around each other like, a yeah. lot more. That's it true. It took out all the, like... All the anxiety. There was a lot of sad spaces, like, where if I had to be away for three weeks or he would have to be away, and it would, like... It truly sucked. It totally Aww. sucked, yeah. Uh, that's thankfully not the case uh-huh. right. anymore uh now it's like we're with each other like too often we like i should find other hobbies but i'm new to la so i like leech you're on. like i'm waiting to have friends so i can leave him <laughs> right <laughs> i'm like keeping like you can like if you want to go hang out with this friend without me you're totally allowed to but also i have nothing to do yeah. <laughs> no pressure totally. but no i pressure. will just be sitting here. yeah and i'm yeah totally. stewing yeah and it's this a, is like a rare like I have no office job right now or uh-huh. anything. It's like we're we're in it. We're in that house together. Which has been kind it's of kind great of fun. for yeah. It's been great for the wedding and for some of the things that we're working on and it's been really nice. Yeah. Great. Awesome. So, let's talk about your book a little bit. Um because it deals with a lot there's a lot of tech elements. Yeah. Woven in, right? It's a lot of dating. It's a lot of like apps yep. and uh, grinder. There's uh, like a YouTube star. There's a YouTube star. Uh, there's one story where uh, my character, quote unquote, uh, dates a guy on his dates a guy in his dreams, but it can only interpret the dating via his phone. So like they've left uh-huh. messages or they've left video of their dates in the dreams. Mm-hmm. Hyper surrealist. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love it. Actually, when I first saw it, I was like, ah, it's like exact. It's like the log line of the show of this show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it was so cool. Do you think all that's all the tech influence just came about because it just naturally with the era or did you make 
uh, was it in, more intentional, like you, that you wanted to deal with that? It was more, uh, it was intentional because I wanted to, I wanted to lay on the table, like, what is it? What, it, what are these effects of yes. the internet and being able to communicate with people nonstop, like affecting us? Like what is Tinder and all that is so weird because you're going through like 50 dates a night. Mm-hmm. Like just meeting somebody's bio essentially is a date of like, it's like mm-hmm. a blind date. And then if you message another form of date, there's this new form of dating that we have where we're processing humans so quickly mm-hmm. and deciding like, no, no, blocking them or cutting them out. And it's such a weird way to imagine humans that I wanted to kind of see what, how we can lay that out in like very weird surrealist text. How much of the fiction was like straight up based on your own experiences so much that was my <laughs> next question yes <laughs> a lot um i had to change a lot of names i'm actually in the book so there's like whenever i mentioned it's surrounding a lot of the stuff that i've dealt with of course like dating a guy in uh, my dreams doesn't isn't real but um a lot of this dating and uh meetups and chats on the phone were inspired by real life yeah yeah um do you think it'll be kind of in a certain way like a time capsule you know like when we are over whatever this period of history is somebody will read your book it'll be like trying to understand what it was like to live through like world war one yeah like because there's there's like a guy who's like right not grinder troll a twitter troll and then like a youtube star Mm -hmm. and and Grinder itself will, like, in, I feel like in 10 years, all of this will be so outdated that it'll hopefully be a time capsule. Yeah, yeah, it's like a marker of this exact era. Um, so one of the characters uh, in one of the, the stories is trying to figure out what he wants out of a relationship and never figures it out, right? Ryan, yeah. Um, or any of them, but Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, like, expressly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you guys, what do you think you want out of your relationship? And is that something that you feel like you have a solid handle on? I just thought that was so question, so interesting because it was like uh, something I think we all... I literally had a conversation with my best guy friend who sometimes guests on this. Um, shout out to Dave Rankin. About to blow <laughs> your shit up right now on this podcast. But he, like, we were essentially talking about like how he's like, I think I'm a fuck boy. And like, I want help, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Holy know shit. how to do it. And like, here's the thing. This is a guy that if you're asking me, someone who knows him really well for like seven years, I can tell you that he's like a ready boyfriend. Uh-huh. He, he does. His soul wants boyfriend it. to a girlfriend. Right. But none of his dating behavior would at all reconcile that vision with what he does. Right. And it's just this interesting thing where if you set him down and you're like, well, what the fuck do you want? I think he would probably have a hard time answering because the things he says he wants and the things he pursues do not match up. Right. And to me, that's like classic Ryan having not read your book. (laughs) You know? Classic Ryan. Uh, (laughs) But you know what I'm saying, right? We're like someone keeps going in because there is a hole and like a hunger. Exactly. But they're not reconciling the image with what kind of relationship they want with what kind of women they're pursuing right. or vice versa for 
Because we're all fed that. We're all fed this idea that being in a relationship is the end goal. But, like, so what if you have somebody who's just headlong for that without any idea of what that relationship will look like, what it's about, what they even care about? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that why that character goes. He goes, you meet him only through several dates across the whole book, and he just crashes and burns every time. Even when there's somebody who makes him feel nice and who genuinely seems to like him and call mm-hmm. him out, he crashes, he... Um, that's the one where he crashes the hardest. He actually starts to get uh, physically... uh, Everyone in the book has, like, some sort of magical ability, and his skin starts to turn really hot. Uh And I don't explain it, but I'm giving you some tips. But the uh, character, his superpower was actually... uh, uh, Just his anxiety would turn to physical heat and make his body deeply uncomfortable. Um, And so he had a superpower that did absolutely nothing. And so he had to try and figure out how to get through it, um, through crashing and burning. But yeah, which is like all of us. Yeah, because it's like, well, who's to say like how we know how we figure out what we want in a relationship? Do you think you figured right. it out? Um, I don't know. We have a lot of the same priorities, which is good. Like, we both, and we're, we're both like pretty domestic. Yeah. We both really like our families. Uh-huh. Do you guys want to start a family? One day. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely on the table for us, but it's... Uh, <laughs> no rush. <laughs> it's more That's paperwork like, than, No like... pressure, but I am ready to buy a onesie today. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, start the gifts. <laughs> you do not need to wait. Um, but, yeah. I mean, we have the luxury of not having to, like... I don't know. We can have a kid when... Worry about... Yeah, you don't have a yeah. we don't, out about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah. I think we our priorities align, which is good. And we have fun. That was, yeah. like, I think, like, the best, like, we instantly had, like, jokes with each other. Yes. So it, I felt like that was just, like, such a good sign. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no, like, when, there was no awkward trying to make a joke and being like, oh, so that's not his Yes. Vibe. And that doesn't age, <laughs> which I think is really right. comforting about it. It's, like, so many things about a person that you fall in love with can change. And sometimes, like, for the better or for the worse or not even in a qualifying way, but, like, people change. And you hope that you evolve at roughly the same rate as the other person so you're always growing together. But I think the fear, like, is is that some quality that you shared when you first met won't be there later. And then you'll be like, oh, no, but that's the part I loved about you. Yeah. So I think the thing that's comforting about sharing a sense of humor or, like, you know, always being able to joke with each other. It's like, that's not going to age or go away. Right. Neither of you are going to like change into someone who doesn't enjoy humor. Right. You know? <laughs> oh my God. That'd like be so funny though. Unless something devastating and you get like hurt in a limerick contest. I don't right, know. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's not going to be something that's going to take that connection away. And I think that's really comforting. Yeah. Because like physical stuff can go away or change or like someone can become more reckless or less reckless or things right. you know things can yeah. change but i think like it is so comforting to find somebody you vibe with because that yeah. is right I, I when i was younger i had this fear of things being easy even until really recently actually and so i would just be hesitant if something just seemed too natural mm-hmm. and comfortable or something but my first date with my boyfriend now was so fun and funny and and just chill and easy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the thing yeah. that you just fall into and that is so 
Yeah, it's interesting that I used to think of that as a red flag, and now I'm like, yeah, oh totally. no, that's the goal. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not settling or anything. No. Or being lazy. It's like, oh, good. It's like cashing in on a good thing. It's ideal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. If you hit a jackpot and you can't believe it. So right. you just don't know how to process it sometimes. Just right. like, what? That's been, I so feel like good. I've said that to him a lot where I'm like, it feels like unreal. Like it, every time, because it goes so well, it's, yeah, just like when it's going, it, like it keeps going so well and I'm like, this seems like completely impossible to me. Yeah, right. it's a ruse. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, Gabe, uh, I heard on another podcast that one of your first jokes was calling a vagina meat wallet. Oh, my God. Yeah, a wallet made out of steak. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we could go out on our favorite. such a dumbass. <laughs> I thought we could go out on our fav-, fav euphemisms for genitals. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Okay, I want... To also, you're gonna throw something else in the ring. No, I just want to. I the, I do not think that vaginas are gross. I the, that is like a gay guy thing that I can't get oh, on board with. I didn't even think that. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. like, okay. meat wallet. I get I'm it. I'm glad you said that. Okay, it's true. yeah, it's like a it, trope. Which yeah, is so yeah. weird. That joke is from like uh, one of the yeah, very first stand-up I did and it was with Jenny Slate uh-huh. and the joke was we just always had a running joke that she was in love with me and that I was obviously gay and the audience knew I was gay and uh, I knew I was gay but know. she just wasn't listening uh-huh. and so she would like she would go on a monologue about like how much you love me and how we were a perfect match and how you're not supposed to work with your boyfriend but she does and it was super funny and the whole time under her I was like saying, like, you guys know I'm gay. You can hear my voice. Obviously, she's just not listening, blah, blah, blah. And then it got to that when I picture her pussy, I see a wallet made out of steak. But that was from, like, it's so funny to me, but also it was that that was from when I was, like, 24, and now I'm, like, 35, and I'm, like, you know, that's a little... I, I don't hate it women. Like, there's cringe. something, like, yeah. bitchy and gay about it that sounds like I think women are gross, but I actually don't. So I, I just wanted to say that before we get into the game. I just want to say for the, the record, okay. I never thought that. Okay, I laughed very hard <laughs> when I heard you say whatever, steak wallet, meat yes. wallet, whatever it was. what this reminds me of? <laughs> so my old best friend when I was in my 20s and I were fucking this pair of friends that, <laughs> I mean, like we each had one. It wasn't like. A swaparoo situation. (laughs) Uh, I would argue she ended up with the worst one, but honestly, who can tell? Because the one I fucked when I was blowing him started cheering me on by going, go, go, go. So honestly, that's not ideal. But... (laughs) It's so you know to keep going, Sophia. Does he think I need this? Right. I was like, go, what go, the fuck go. is going on? Did he take out a little flag that he's going to wave? I was like, this is so weird. Oh, my um, God. And then, so, okay, that wasn't great. But the reason I thought hers was worse is because of two things. When they were in bed together after fucking one time, he was like, so your roommate Sophia's got those real long fingers. And she was like, pardon? And he was like, you know, she's got, you know, really long fingers. They're real pretty. Whoa. Who the fuck does that? That's Do you crazy. even have long fingers? I do, but nothing to like talk about in bed <laughs> yeah. to a woman you just fucked who's my best friend. Right. 
And then the other thing is he told her, he was like, he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, I like a real hairy rig on a woman. Rig. I love rig. He called it a hairy rig. Oh he my God. He literally was like, and he was trying to be complimentary to her. A he rig. was like, oh man, this is great. I really love a hairy rig. <laughs> Rick oh, might be my favorite. Man. That I is mean, amazing. That is so good, right? Yeah. And it's so like his engineer. Name was Ro- oh god, should I not say his name? You should definitely not say his name. <laughs> I'm not gonna say his first name. You can do like can a, you say his last name because it's not really true. okay. It's Smallwood. Oh <laughs> my god. So everything about this story <laughs> is like literally the tragedy of being. <laughs> A twenty-something-year-old woman that's like in Philadelphia, and there's no better Philadelphia. to fuck. That's, that's where gay's from. Yeah. This is like a forty-fifth and Walnut fuck. This Amazing. What's to be proud of? What are okay? What are what are the fave slang names for for dicks? You guys got any faves? Mm. Hog is always funny to me. Hog. Uh, schlong. Always good. I always think donger is Dong. hilarious because donger. it sounds so 80s. Yeah. <laughs> no, I it could be like really a character know. name in the 80s, donger. Yes, yeah. it's like a nickname for a character in like yeah. a John Hughes movie. I always don't Schlong. like cock. That's the one where really? I'm like, ugh. Really? I yeah. kind of love cock. You love cock. cock. I love, I like cock, cock is fine. Like really? Meat, meat packet. Yeah. I like cock and I like pussy. Like, I, feel, I like pussy. Yeah. 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 Those feel like the, like those are the bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> also bread and butter. <laughs> I prefer dick <laughs> to cock. I prefer dick to cock. Yeah. I don't know why. Think, I think sounds kind of like cool and sexy. A like bit. if you were going to sexy talk, you would say yeah, dick like, over cock. Dick yeah. I would say cock. But cock to me <laughs> sounds literally like a wrinkled meat wad. And I just a cock do not like it. Sounds like a like a rude guy. Like cocky, you know? Yeah. I'm just oh, like, okay. I don't want to give you that. It just makes me think of like literally like a fat, short penis <laughs> wearing like two right. pop collars. I just think that of it being like very that. hard. So I'm like, yes, right. that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah. <laughs> well Wang I'll, is funny. Wang is funny. Because it's also so retro. Yeah. Just like the retro ones. <laughs> yeah. If it sounds like it could be applied to Burt Reynolds's dick, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, but I think Meat Wallet, Meat Wallet. is tops yeah. and rig. 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 I think rig guys, wins for me. The, the only thing I can think of is just nuts, uh, which is the change purse, like for balls. Change purse. Change, change purse for balls. Yeah, that's my favorite. I like that. I don't know if I've heard that. That's great. Yeah. It describes it. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah. So oh my fun. God. Thanks for having us. Thanks, we are sweating bullets here. I'm you sweaty. Guys. It's quite warm. So it's so hot in LA. And Gabe has a heart out for 420. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to wrap. Got a big <laughs> we got to wrap this Cheech puppy up. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Uh, you guys, I hope you loved hearing Gabe and Daniel's love story as much as I did. So, so cute and sweet. I wish them many, many happy years uh, together. And um, it's going to be super sad when one of them dies. <laughs> LOL, Sophia. Um, just a reminder for you guys at home, follow us on all the socials at Reality Bites Pod. Bites with a Y, always with a Y. Email us your sex, love, and dating questions to uh, realitybitespod at gmail.com. 
rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on and a friendly reminder to check out the new series the bold type premiering july 11th on freeform you guys this show is going to be great it's inspired by the women of cosmo i saw the pilot i loved it it follows these three 20 something babes as they cover sex politics and fashion at a women's magazine it's such a fun show there are lots of fun hookups it's about friendship it's awesome so watch the bold type Series premiere July 11th and Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Freeform. Check you guys next time.